Here comes the love train. We definitely have to consider and prepare for the one possibility that he'll be right here at midnight, Pacific Standard Time. Why? Because he has a compulsion to kill on the hour. It's a sequential drama with Miss Sullivan as the link, and it's building step by step to a grand climax. This is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 448. It is our final episode of 2019. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. What if Bruce Jenner was a serial killer dunaway? <laughs> well, we saw the movie. Now let's talk about the show. Oh, hi. Switchblade open. Switchblade closed. Switchblade open. Switchblade. Shh. Shh. Be quiet, evil. You want the pretty lady with the hair beads and white loser suit to know I'm hiding behind the shower curtain just inches away? Their answer is, not yet. So, switchblade open, switchblade closed, switchblade open, switchblade. Oh, it's time. All right, I just need a little redirection, a little cold water drip shower should do it. Oh, here comes the hand. Oh, the hand is here. Oh, wow. Would you just look at that manicure? That's nice. I really don't take good enough care of evil's hands. No, I do not. Ah, oh, crap. Hand's gone. Focus, evil. Focus. Switchblade open. Switchblade close. Switchblade open. Switchblade. Oh, I think she left the bathroom. Let's try this again. Cold water activated. Oh, too much. Too much. Stupid hotel shower handles and their mysteries. Oh, she's coming back. And now here comes the hand. Focus. Happy New Year's, lady. Reek. 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 And blade boob stab. Great. Just look. Look. Now I have blood all over me. But no worries. I'm already in the shower, so I'll just turn on a little water and too much. Too much. Oh, how I hate you, hotel shower, and how you have castrated me. And that is not nice. <laughs> that is not nice. Wow, you really stayed in the that opener scene there. That's great. I had to stay in the shower because I've always been curious. I mean, mm-hmm. we always we always think about the, the shower killer guy, but that's a lot of work standing in the shower, feet probably getting a little wet. You know what I mean? It's oh, just not oh, a good place to hang out. Yeah. Well, nobody wants to be. Bo- all she was trying to do is turn it off, though. It was just dribbling. Yeah. yeah. She just kept trying dribbling. to turn it off. Yeah. Shower dribble. All right. Uh, also with us, Randy, no one will recognize me in this mustache, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Thanks for calling me. You know, me, your forlorn son. Mom, I'm sad. Can't you see? All I want is attention from you, and there's a killer on the loose. Mom, the way you're treating me is, it's supposed to make the the audience think that I might be the killer. So, I'm going to need you to tell the killer next time he calls you to stop showing his face that's clearly not my face. All right. I mean... (laughs) 
Mom, they're supposed to be wondering if the killer might be your agent, or he might be me, and just tell him, you know, put on a mask or something? Are you even listening to me? No. No, Mom, he was not. I hate Derek so much. Oh, Derek. Oh, the Lord Fortoroy, you hated him? Here's what's funny, though. That dude has way more of a career than anyone else in yeah. here, and he's the worst actor by a mile. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I know we're doing. I know we're doing our greetings. But have you ever known anyone in your life who, when spoken to, looks directly away off into the middle distance from the person who's speaking to them? <laughs> no. Ever? No. Ever? No. They don't exist in real life. This is a just fake. longingly looking at that space. This is a fake person. <laughs> uh, well, this is perfect timing because now we have Brian. Derek really sucks, Ibit. Derek really does suck. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve. I'm your host, Ryan Seacrest. That was Ariana Grande over there on our Times Square stage singing her latest hit, K-Thanks Bye. I guess we're going to the phones now to see what song you want to hear, because that's a thing we do now. Uh, hello, caller. Who's this? You can call me Eva. I'm disguising my voice. Wow. Okay. Uh, weird name. Hey, what did you think of that Ariana Grande song, Evil? If I wanted to hear caterwauling like that, I'd go to a feline adoption center. <laughs> well, uh, okay, uh, what can uh, what can I do for you, Evil? I'm going to murder someone every hour on the hour at midnight in every time zone. Much like that Mariah Carey performance earlier murdered my ears. I don't want to be rude, but the whole thing sounded to me like a performance that you'd hear while you were waiting to ride the Ferris wheel at a carnival. Yikes. Okay, well, uh, nice. coming up, we've got uh, Demi Lovato from our MTV stage. Can I just interrupt you here? If I'm being honest, Demi Lovato sounds like the noises my cleaning people make when they come over to fish the leaves out of my swimming pool. Uh, Evil, uh, your voice seems kind of familiar. Is is this Paul Abdul? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. What I, I the choice of making him sound British. I'm curious about that. I like that. I he kind of did that. I scrapped my original plan because mm -hmm. I knew Brian uh, Ibbett would do something like it, and that yeah. well, I I now realize they would have gone together pretty well. My whole my whole thing was a riff on The Voice, you know, the TV show The oh, Voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no kidding. And imagining if it was in 1980. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they would have. Okay, so, so well the, done, my friend. Actually, there's oh, a really, uh, there's a really. I have a big question about the date here because in the okay, so there's for some reason two versions on Amazon Prime, and right. one version. Uh, and I'm glad we went. I'm glad that so Brian Ibbett says I just watched the one with the longer description, and then Randy said yeah. I did that too, and I thought well I'm <laughs> going to do that too. And so I did. And then uh, later, it's a long story, but I kind of had to watch part of this in a car. It's, it's, I don't want to explain mm -hmm. why, but okay. because I had to do that, I had it downloaded to an iPad. And I was watching it in the car and I was writing down timestamps for clips and things like mm -hmm. that so I could do them later. Mm -hmm. And when I got home, I went to go continue it and I couldn't remember which version I had started. So I started the version that had the shorter description, but also said 1979 on it instead of 1980. Which oh. is weird. Um, exactly. Okay. Well, it's it's weird because in the listing, in the search listing, it says 1979, 1980. When you actually pull it up to its full view, they both say 1980. It's the really funky okay. like bug or something. I don't know what's happening over at uh, Amazon Prime Video, but anyway, uh, I fire this thing up and it's the sound on it is horrific. It's terrible. 
Mm. And that's I, the one I watched because the one I watched had terrible sound. Yeah, I think you may have watched that one because the second one, the the one with the longer description, which I did flip back to, had way better sound clarity and, and uh, quality. It also had a better intro for the like, logos and stuff. Like I think these are just two really different transfers, and I don't know why That's they got them both. Like the I was I was wondering yeah. if there was just like a difference in nudity because one of the first things you see in the film are a bunch of cars, you know, cruising down what I'm guessing is like Hollywood Boulevard or something, mm-hmm. and um, uh, there's a shot of a woman about to lift up her top in a van next to the punker the punker mobile. And they right. cut away from it. I'm wondering. Oh, I wonder if they no, like had to the trim one out I some saw money. had the the one I saw had the full shirt. She pulled it up, and you saw boobs. So there must have been some difference because I saw boobs yeah. in that scene. Did I, you see they can't, they cut back to her, and as they, you saw boobs as she was driving away. But it, maybe it definitely cut best. away just as the as her, she was lifting her. Yeah, it seemed like less like less editing. boobs. I'll bet you if we watch the other one, even though they have the exact same running time, I think the other one might be edited to slightly more adult. Maybe there was more blood. I don't know. Mm. But my question is, is one version of these movies, this movie, sorry, is one of the versions of this movie, uh, does it have credits that just run at the same speed beginning to end? Because that would be where you would find all the time, right? If you cut some things from the body of the film, you could add the time back by just running the credits like a normal human being. No, but I did want to see that because I read about that in the uh, goofs or the trivia or something on IMDb that... The when they're showing the cast, the um, uh, like the actors they're showing like in the uh, the end credits, it runs at a normal speed, and then as soon as they're done with the actors and actresses, it like goes like super fast, and then slows down for the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> F those guys. They got to get the legal stuff out there, but the but right. F everybody else that worked on this movie because you're not as important as the main cast, I guess. <laughs> but uh, this okay, so we should probably say the name. The movie is called New Year's oh, yeah. Evil. Uh, New Year's Evil, I think. Can officially, you say it like Blaze says it? He says New Year's Evil. 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 Oh, she says it. New Year's Evil. Yeah. We're calling it New Year's Evil. Yeah. He, he, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean was, you mean Belays the mean, lady? Belays. You mean, uh, you mean Pinky Tuscadero from Happy yeah, Days? There yes. Go. There you go. Wait, that's not who that is, is it? That's not. That, that is actor. exactly yeah. who it is. Yes. Oh, there's a couple of gosh. there's a couple of actresses that I recognize from 80s TV. Oh, please tell me the other one was Terry Copley from We Got It Made. Wait, I mean, that's who that was. What? <laughs> Shut up! Sure. I didn't look too deep. I didn't realize these people were in this. That's amazing. Yes, Terry Copley from the the show that that uh, tried to be as highbrow as Bosom Buddies. We yeah. got it made. Yeah. Uh, wow. Terry Copley, who played the maid, she was the teenage girl in the back of the uh, the drive-in movie car. That's so just you, that's amazing. You can do me. I won't put up much of a fuss. <laughs> of a fuss. You know that's no, what the kids, what the kids no. were saying in uh, 1980. That's right. We'll much of a fuss. fuss. <laughs> <laughs> they sure said use the John a lot. But anyway, we'll get to all this. Uh, I am going to just put it out there now so that we can just let it drape over everything else like gravy on potatoes, okay? Uh-huh. I think this is my favorite film sack movie of 2019. Wow. <laughs> that says a lot because we've seen a lot of trash Ooh, this wow. year. I love hated this so much. I had so much stupid fun with it. It was so bad good. Yeah. Uh, I want more like this. I want more weird ones like that. Like some, at some point we're going to run into another name like this and go, Oh, what's this? And I'm hoping we catch another one of these kinds of things. Cause it is the schlockiest, mm-hmm. but, but you know, earnestly made, but terribly done right. <laughs> things. And I had so much fun with this. I was laughing. I was grinning ear to ear. 
I there were moments in it where I just was like, what is this inexplicable dialogue you're having? Why are you having it? This son is the worst son. And then you, you know, we go down these rabbit holes, we go down like, you know, dive deep into an IMDb profile and find out, oh, that guy's working. Like he's done right. he's doing all yeah. sorts of stuff. Whereas the, you know, the people I thought would go on to do other things, like uh serial killer Bruce Jenner, he didn't do anything really <laughs> after this. So you it know, is, well, it I was is, rare to find so, a film where they screw something up in every scene. Right. <laughs> right. So, wonder. I, I would like I, to talk for a minute about the the sun. Um, because yes. Derek? I was, yeah, Derek. Yeah, Derek. Derek. Okay, so I got I got full confession here. I watched this. I was highly drugged out because I wasn't feeling well. So I was under some <laughs> influence. So let's put this way: the drugs I was the drugs I was taking says do not operate heavy vehicles or. Oh, machinery. You know, watch, yeah. Watch you don't want to do that. Are, are sure. you okay? Right. Don't aware. Oh, I'm fine. Better? I'm fine. I'm fine. It's just that time of year. Let's get sick. Uh, so I'm, I'm fine. But, uh, so the point is this, I tried to keep coherence in the plot in my mind. And so some of this stuff may be wrong, but I got a question for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it, is it, is it, am I to understand, you know, Randy had mentioned that Derek wasn't the killer, but didn't Derek kill the first lady in the shower? Wasn't he the guy in the shower? Because wasn't he also the guy at the end in the ambulance? No. Because wasn't nope. he like mirroring? He was, he was mirroring the guy in the stuff? end of the ambulance because right. they really, really wanted to set up a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> really right, wanted right, to set right. one up. Yeah. But, but the, no, it was uh, it was evil in the uh, in yeah. The this this is a, this is a script without a handler. Like the the beginning of the movie, you're supposed to wonder who the killer was. But then right. they immediately start showing you, letting you know exactly who the killer is mm -hmm. for, for the middle 80% of the movie. And it's like, oh, okay, so much for the fun of that. Like, well, the reason okay, why yeah, I, you don't know, the reason you why I got confused, like, but you don't know the who reason, he is. Right. Mm -hmm. The reason why I have a question about that is because the MO of the killer here is to always kill at midnight, but the girl who died in. Uh, in the shower, didn't die at a New Year's time, and actually, ah, I mean, oh, yes, she did. Idea. Yes, she did. Okay. She died at New Year's Iceland time. You just didn't know that. <laughs> well, oh. I thought about that, but it, it, she died prior. <laughs> she died before he made his announcement. He said he's going to kill somebody that's close to you at midnight, but then he ended up killing Nurse Ratchet Randos, or something. Yeah. So yeah, I, I wasn't quite sure because I, I just didn't feel like there was a definitive answer. But once again, the, the script is just the script needed a few tweaks to be so interesting. Mm -hmm. It just <laughs> bugs me. Like like this is another one of those movies where you could tell the filmmakers really wanted to get some focus on the music. And they were like super interested and we're going to, you know, we're going to like put these songs out there like the, right out of the very beginning. Oh, yeah. The mm -hmm. first song in the movie is awesome. And well, I'm like, oh, yeah, the yeah. title song, right? Yeah, these yeah. guys really know what they're doing. And then it's like, oh, right, but there's a whole other movie here. They need to tell a story. I can't just have was, I, I can't just have music here and there. Right. right. We were in the punk Seattle scene, right? Isn't that what was going on? Well, Los Angeles, the... yeah, punk Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah. Right. Well, I thought the, I thought the band who was was featured in there was a Seattle band. They might have been. Uh the band Seattle made in Japan. Band. Um uh, I or thought it was Shadow. Uh, Shadow, shadow. So these were actual. That was a big question of mine because I couldn't tell if these were actual bands. They were terrible, no matter what they were. But oh, I love Shadow. What are you talking about? Hate it. Oh, I love, love Shadow. That guy was great. No, I again. I I need to make this very clear today. 
it's they're my favorite band in any movie and film sack we've seen. Like everything about the this most is consistent just consistent band we've seen in any movie. Wait, 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 wait. You're oh. talking consistent. The band that that uh, did a punk rock track, then a heavy right. metal slow ballad, and then a blues, a Stevie but Ray Vaughan style blues number. I guess I by consistent is that they kept featuring this talent throughout oh. the film, so they yeah, didn't like they, hop and yes. hop around a lot. Mm. Yeah, and and I need you guys to start using their proper name, Rock Band Shadow. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> they are Rock Band Shadow. They're not Rock Shadow. Band Shadow. <laughs> I'm serious. So. so uh, <laughs> Are we to believe that people could call into this uh, this New Year's Eve show, this live telecast, and request songs, and the most popular song would be played by the band that plays right. it, or no, just is, by uh, Shadow or Made in this Japan? This is kind of like this was VJ time, right? But 1980s before MTV, there was some right. you know some variety shows that kind of did this. local, right. yeah, right, yeah. Don't they didn't really love get popular until the 80s. Don't you love the idea that there was a whole world before anybody cared about streaming rights? Mm-hmm. Right. And oh, they yeah. would just play music like mm-hmm. like uh, like you could just call in and, and give the wrong name for a Pink Floyd song and someone might just play it like that's just awesome. It is pretty awesome. I mean, in, in, in this particular case, though, like they were skirting around the edges. The music itself seemed fake and not real and like someone made it up i thought and it felt then, very real well i guess all music's made up but you know what i mean like it just uh, it felt pretty cheese bag and then and then they you know the lady called in and says i want to vote for uh we don't need no education <laughs> yeah. which is I not the name of like the a, song it's not the name of the damn I can't song wait for like a running gag kind of thing going <laughs> yeah. on but it never happened yeah. that kind of kind of disappointed in that part i agree i wish they would have you know leaned into that and somebody else would have called in and said I don't know what's another good song uh, from that era. It would have been like uh, uh, almost paradise. I was a little bit later, but uh, walk way to heaven or something dumb. <laughs> I'd like to to play uh, singing sweet songs, melodies pure and true. Yeah, just just, <laughs> just like alternate titles. The songs we know would have been a funny running gag, and they only did it the one time. But right. Uh, so what was that one that one VJ accent that she was using? <laughs> it's so bad, like, dude. I hate oh, it. dude. I couldn't figure out what it was. I was like. <laughs> Hey, yeah, disinterested, disinterested, disaffected, yeah. uh, rock and punker girl host. Yeah, yeah that sense. could have been so good if they'd leaned into it and they'd had her, you know, had her have this like real serious straight voice mm-hmm. outside right. of it mm-hmm. and really go for it when she's on the air. Mm-hmm. That could have been so fun. Yeah. But instead, we don't get either. Yeah, it's just what was Roz Kelly doing at this time? Was she anybody at this point? I mean. She was Pink Tuscadero on Happy Days. Yeah, I mean, besides that, though, I mean, but, was she doing but, anything? Why? Well, to me, she, she yeah. looked like uh, she looked like she's in great shape. Like somebody with a she's like a twenty-five year old body, oh, but yeah. with a forty-eight year old head. It was the weird <laughs> combo. Well, that's that's because of the <laughs> hair and makeup. Yeah. yeah, you're probably right, but uh, and actually, all the women kind of look that way. I mean, I'm not, you know, again, no judgment, whatever. Everyone looks how they look, but uh, she didn't do much after this she was well yeah. past her her uh not prime i'm not trying to say that but like her her work Activity. petered out after this and so uh right. i think that her best stuff was behind her and she was just sort of slumming it here but the weirdest thing is the guy that played derek i gotta find his name hold on it's right mm. here it's uh derek. grant kramer pop, pop color derek who is just horrendous in this and delightfully so just so <laughs> bad uh He's got the craziest bunch of photos. You go look at his photos, oh and gosh. here here he is hanging out with Rob Reiner. Here he is, and these are all recentish photos. Here he is sitting on the right. set of uh, The Departed with freaking uh, 
Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio just really? hanging out. This is on his IMDb page. Yeah, like here Pearson he is. Here he is with Pierce Brosnan and uh, what's her eyebrow? Um, can't think of <laughs> what's her, her well, eyebrow? So basically, he's just a guy who's able to run up and say, "Hey, can I take a selfie with you, Rob Reiner?" <laughs> yeah, like but it's really guy, crazy. This anyway. guy, I did not know this, but he is playing Mike Tobacco. Did he do the original role? Yeah, the Killer Clowns of the Killer Clowns. From outer space, this time in 3D. Yeah, he was in the 88 film. He was in that thing. I thought so. Yeah. So he he might be a guy who's just who maybe didn't get uh, cast in a lot of movies besides this and Hard Bodies, but somehow became friends with that age of of actor in Hollywood, like Leonardo DiCaprio, and gets invited to parties, but maybe wasn't in a lot of things. You think he hung out with some other people too? Like they had they had like a whole crowd, like some kind of brats or something you know what i mean like yeah i mean party, yeah here's the shot. Oh, well actually yeah so you see the shot of him with uh pierce brosnan and salma hayek yeah uh one of his IMDb pages he's got a head a set of headphones and oh. a walkman like he's or not a walkman but like a oh, i think yeah, he's like, like a, a monitor crew. yeah like working crew um on on some of this stuff he might yeah. be this it guy says, just loves movies it says he's a producer that? uh what you know what level of producer i don't know like there's got a lot of producer credits in here He's also got a lot of, I mean, it's mostly acting credits and it's a weird mix. Like he spent a bunch of time on the young and the restless in the nineties. He was in. Yeah. He's got, he does have that soap opera look. He's got the look of a uh, eighties picking on the nerds, but we'll get his comeuppance in the end. uh, Yeah. He's a little too handsome to be taken seriously. Right. Is that what it is? Well, I don't know. I don't know. The kind of handsome that I don't like though. It's kind of a, did you just say a little too handsome to be taken seriously (laughs) to really be taken? Cause that's awesome. Yeah. A little too handsome. Yeah. A little too handsome. Everyone's got a little too handsome going on. Uh, But anyway, he's just the weirdest. I I found him to be fascinating. I kept looking him up and I'm like, hold on. He's barely acting. Like what, how does he know these people? He's sitting next to Scorsese. What are you doing? Like how is this even a thing? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Apparently... He, just likes, uh, he just likes being there. He's just a uh, you know kind of Hollywood guy. You know yeah, what I mean? he's getting around. Yeah, he does have a lot a lot of shots of him with um, <clears throat> stuff that the crew of a movie would be wearing, like right. uh, you know headphones and and casual casual Friday, not acting clothes. <laughs> did, wait, right. did Mike Tobacco make it to the first Killer Clowns? I thought he died. Isn't well, isn't this three D thing not? It's not a remake. It's um, my understanding is it's. Uh, Oh, like a uh, re like they like redid it or something. Yeah, like, like it's original. remastered for remastered. There's the word. Yeah, I think that's. No, I'm the not case. interested. I'm not interested in that. I wanted some new killer clowns. Oh, same no, here. It says the return. It says the return at the top. So, well, if it's the same uh, cast, I would think that maybe there's something fruity. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, it says after 30 years since their last invasion, the clowns once again try to take over Earth. The oh, humans. Oh, this is right. Them. This is a new thing. Okay, I was looking. Yeah. I was looking back for an older Killer Clowns. No, this is something that's been announced yeah, but hasn't yeah. even been filmed or anything. Right here's the storyline: two circus performers who are stranded in the mountain town of Kismet. The new clowns invade when their car breaks down. The two will have to save the world from returning Killer Clowns while they are being blamed for what is happening. Hmm. I hope they keep the um, <clears throat> the weird makeup look of the clowns for the new yeah, movie because that right. was the creepiest mm-hmm. thing with the way that so the, their their makeup of their faces moved practical effects are way creepier than really good special Agreed. cga effects yeah, yeah especially when in the in the right hands and even when they're cheesy they're i don't know there's something compelling about the physicality of it all like mm-hmm. it's almost like you know what it is it's cgi is so good now it's so good now that mm-hmm. it's no longer 
a question of reality like you see it and you it's immediately believable you're like yeah that's a, that's hair yeah, that's dude. face that's whatever but it doesn't have that the and even though i know there's a ton of artistry going on like a ton of artistry oh, going on so much it hides that it, old artistry of a dude made that with a freaking knife and a you know a thing and sculpted it oh and uh, did you right, guys right. watch the new his dark materials yet not yet no nah. i haven't I'm, seen any of the his dark materials yet so but you you know the story right there's like sentient there's yeah. like sentient bears in this universe like bear yeah it's like are, the the, uh, the old golden compass movie had the one of the, had mm. the bear yeah. in it and stuff yeah so yeah all, so now are bears now, not normally aware that they're bears no, yeah right no, no, <laughs> no they're not they're not <laughs> what am i'm no I'm and they don't speak powerful. and they don't speak english and they don't stand oh, okay. around and walk and and have like societies and stuff yeah so so in the new His Dark Materials, HBO, I think, is that right? I think yeah, it's HBO. Yeah, it is HBO. Right, correct. That is correct. They, they're like they're they have bears that are re like real. These are I, oh, I can't yeah. explain it. It's like it's are they Russian like, bears? Because you know Russia's had smart bears forever, right? These are, but I just don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to. I don't, we've reached a point now where, uh, you know, the video game technology to present something that's not real that was created in a computer right. is so good that we we no longer have a way to talk about the difference between the live action actor and the freaking bear that she's walking along next to talking to yeah they're right. they're there that may as well just be live action it's it's so good that, that's and that's my point like you're you and that's great like in some ways that's amazing and we're there we got there because that's what they all wanted they all wanted illusion and they wanted to create you know Harryhausen wasn't trying to wasn't trying to make sure it was kitschy and jerky and weird. He was saying, "No, what if we made it just look even closer to the idea that they're fighting a bunch of skeletons on the coast?" Like that's what they were aiming for. And now we're there without any flaws. Like it's just perfect. Mm -hmm. But you lose right. something in, in, in the... certain areas. I mean, we still can't the mind, the human mind is still too fixed on the human face that we have, we, we study it so often that we can't be fooled. Uh, however, but I, however, it is, it's pretty, it's tough to do the human face. A bear is a lot easier because we don't look at bears. Sure. In the face I, I want to agree with you, but I think we're saying as we enter a new decade, we all just saw uh, Princess Leia or General Leia, right? Mm -hmm. And we, none of us were were like, oh, well, that's that's. You could also Valley. say the same thing like, about no, her, but it is still a learning process for the human mind to just you know to separate the two. Because when Jurassic Park came out, I I would have told you that that's that right there is a dinosaur on the screen that that looks as that looks as real as any dinosaurs I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. But now when I go back and look at it, I'm like. Yeah, that's pretty not the greatest. Yeah, not only right. not only that, but uh, right. but I think in the case of the faces, you're not wrong. Like we are, we we we're so pattern recognition focused on faces that it is more us. difficult. But where you see that succeed wildly is when there's any sort of stylization added to it. Um, yeah, I recently yeah. started because it was on sale, and I'm a sucker for sales. I started playing modern, the new Modern Warfare on uh, on mm -hmm. my PC, and the character animation and mouth rigging and stuff is so far beyond what they've done in the past it's not 100 percent perfect and there's still a little uncanny valley but i think we're getting there dude like we're and, and that's in real-time rendered stuff we're already amazing at it in pre-rendered stuff and the reason avatar worked 10 almost 12, almost 11 years ago and still does in some ways is that the faces were stylized 
and stretched mm-hmm. and, you know, cur- not cartoonized, yeah. but you know yeah. what I mean? Right, there was right. There was style added there that you can get away with that pattern thing because now our brains are like, oh, well, these are aliens and their eyes are bigger, but the realism right. stuff stays. Same with like, you know, World of Warcraft opening cinematics uh, or something. Alita. Alita Battle Angel is amazing looking. I mean, you you look at the you look at her face and her gestures, and it's it's, it's really good. But the fact their eyes are like you know six times bigger, ginormous, than yeah, right. So uh, it's it's all I, like you said, it's a little bit of, of that. I, that probably wanna... is one of the better recent examples, right? Is mm-hmm. Alita Battle Angel just something in the last few months that um, I haven't seen that yet? I should I see that? Oh, you haven't seen that? Oh, dude, I definitely. I just want to call out my good friend Scott Johnson here right now in real time. <laughs> Were it. you actually speaking to us and posting on Facebook at the same time, Scott Johnson? No, no. These am, are that thing. Or, that, that thing from earlier was a uh, was a timed post. I have a timed uh, schedule post. I have a schedule post <laughs> they're just all w- popping right now. Probably. I would really like to believe that you can multitask to such a degree. <laughs> That you, you that you could be recording an episode of this podcast while posting a, a funny thing with imagery on Facebook. You're I, amazing. I uh, did it before the show and uh, scheduled a bunch of I posts. Think I think they're all. I think it's pretty amazing. Randy can you know be perusing Facebook while we're talking. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, that's it just a level up. Yeah, it, I have notifications on and all sorts of things, and it came Not up. Not me. And when it came, when the notification came on, Scott was literally talking in my ear, <laughs> and I was just like, "What?" Amazing. Yeah, I'm 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 surfing the web for pictures of Terry Copley, but uh, that that's related to the movie. So now, let me totally ask fine. you this: I'm surfing hold on. the web for pictures of Charlto Copley. So, let's okay. go. Oh, good. Well, then you've you've made the right choice. Now hold on a second. This is Copley person. She's the one in the car with the dude. She's the one in the car. She's and and uh, it wasn't until the end credits and seeing that it was Terry Copley that I had to go back and point it out to Tina and then pull up a YouTube video of an old TV show called. We got it made from the 80s. Yeah. Horrible TV show about a couple bachelors. One of the guys is that horrible. guy that you kind Come of loved. To, oh, it was horrible. Um, <laughs> Matt guy. Matt McCoy, I think is his name. Horrible. Uh, well, known for being a bad actor in like Star Trek. And he was yeah. the other other um, Beta Zed that uh, oh. was kind of smarmy with uh, Troy. Yes. So he was one of the bachelors and it was other doofy bachelor guy. And they had this really, really attractive maid played by Terry Copley who came in the house and was basically like the Suzanne Summers. She'd get excited and mm-hmm. jump up and down, not wearing a bra and stuff like yes. that. That was the whole, it was, you know, that for people, stick. I said this before, but it was basically for people who found bosom buddies too highbrow. I remember this. And that guy you're talking about, Matt McCoy, yeah. Hand the Rocks, the Cradle. Um, He's in, he's in a lot of stuff. Oh, what was he in Seinfeld? Uh, Lloyd Braun. Lloyd Braun. That's what I was trying to get to is Lloyd so, Braun. There Lloyd it is. Braun, can, yes. a, can a TV series last five seasons really be as bad as you say it is? I mean, We got it made lasted five seasons? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. And they use some mad artist for the cover. Yeah, and she's right. credited in 46 episodes of We Got yeah. It Made. Well, I would say she's the maid. It. Yeah. Well, she's got it made. She's the maid, and she, <laughs> she's the maid. Were episodes of We Got It Made that did not feature the maid? <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I, I didn't watch all of them. Some might have been half seasons. I never saw well, any of these. I never saw one. So. Oh, I feel like when no, you guys. Oh, wait. This is actually good proof of a thing. When we were all watching Knight Rider. Brian yes. was watching We Got It Made. <laughs> I was watching We Got It Made. Yeah. You know what? Oh, it's yeah. 100% true. Yeah. I'm just realizing, I'm looking at. Uh, so John Hillner or Tom Villard, 
it looks like um, halfway through they changed one of the bachelors. It wasn't Matt McCoy anymore. Oh, like, really? They they darned him. Oh, <laughs> wow! I love a good darning. They Becky, they Beckyed him. Right. <laughs> I just want jerking the wheel back to New Year's Evil. I just oh, want sure. to point out they could have changed a lot of the actors halfway through this film, and I would have never noticed. <laughs> I like seriously, like every single one of the detective or investigator police types no idea they all looked so generic like yeah. ridiculously generic i i don't understand where you find these central casting guys because there's so many of them in this movie they just keep coming right. and going oh this, Random... this girl was a uh, hard uh, sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but i just realized as i was searching around for her career like okay what'd she do after where's she now she did a lot of playboy business she was uh, a thing for a while yeah, there i, I guess yeah. this all felt right on the on the border of tv and adult entertainment Oh that's yeah, what it felt like to this me. movie. Yeah, yeah. We should probably talk about that some. Um, it's a weird. It feels like an edit of a old, like an old Skinamax plot uh, where they took out all the soft core. Yeah, it took out everything <laughs> that was yeah, because it's all set up and no. Well, it's hard to explain because it's like yeah, clearly they were just trying to make a movie about a psycho killer, and you know that's all this is. And they were trying to yeah. you know be like the the other slashers of the time and that sort of thing, but. Every scenario, every scene feels like it's a setup for bad porn. You know, mm -hmm. like, oh, here's guy walking in with a mask and a knife and you think he's going to kill her. But it's her husband. Cue the bam, bam, bam music, you know, like they don't do any <laughs> well, of that. Whole, yeah, I mean, Ooh. the whole uh, nurse right. scene, like, oh, well, I brought a couple uh, cups and some champagne. And right. It's a good it's, year. I, so this, I this love is what it. Yeah. This is, this is what was happening between uh, uh, this this movie wanted to it couldn't figure out if it wanted to be a slasher or a thriller. But it, so it's taken a little bit from all of those things. And one of the things that people boiled down some of those lower budget slasher films was, you know, just almost porn, very close to porn. So it was trying to be that slasher movie. This is what I was getting anyway. Yeah. It was also trying to be like a thriller as well. But even the and, slasher uh, part didn't come through so much, didn't you think? Right, and like I said, it is it is a it's a it's a watered down version mm -hmm. of what you would expect right. in a slasher. All movie. the all the actual slashing takes place off screen. You just right. see the results, the after. So that's that's what was making me wonder because, like we had talked about the confusion between you know who's the killer is it the kid or not because he also had a switchblade, but also so did the dude. What was the punk dude who shows up in front mm -hmm. of the cop? Cop goes tickets, 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 no, and the guy his was a comb. His was a comb, exactly, which, sure, by the way, I had one of those, me too. didn't we all? And so <laughs> uh, uh, so you can play that crap with your friends, switchblade in the comb and laughing. I'm pretty sure if you, uh, even if you walked up to a rent-a-cop there, I'm pretty oh sure you gosh, would probably yeah. get taken down. I think that would be the end of you, punk mm. boy. Yeah, mm. maybe it was a different time 40 years maybe ago, so, yeah. right? And a cop, a cop would uh, would just stand perfectly still when a right. knife was drawn tickets. in his face. Yeah, tickets. yeah like tickets. tickets. Give me your tickets. Let me have your tickets. Let me have your tickets. Yeah, tickets, tickets please. Let me have your tickets. tickets. That guy rocks. Look here, Tom Hanks. I'm <laughs> not the getting best. on the Polar Express. Get out of my face. Yeah, <laughs> he was great. And I love the you know again here we have a ex exaggerated, ridiculous version of what youth culture is in a particular era, mm -hmm. and you know these guys with their freaking. Uh, I don't even know what they were. They were half. So they were. Half they were greaser, mostly. They were punk. mostly punks, but they were falling over on something that's almost goth, but really weren't in that. Yeah, state, it right. was just early, early goth, mostly punk. It was just punks, and I, yeah. I couldn't help but be reminded of the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, I just a little felt bit. like yeah. 
this this movie had like recently... took one person out of every gang and made them mosh yeah. on the floor together. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> one of them I noticed was so out of place is a guy with like a trucker hat, and I'm like, "What are you even doing yes, in there?" Right, right. You're in there dancing and with your mustache I, and your trucker hat. Dumb. And I, here's he, the best he, part. He, yeah, the fact that you hear their feet shuffling on the ground means that they add the music in post so right. all of it like they basically had to mosh in silence like slow mosh yes. in silence yep. so yes. that they could add the music in post yeah. and you think that they would edit out the sound of their feet shuffling on the floor yeah because if you're at any concert and you hear that your feet shuffling yes. on the floor it's not loud enough yeah exactly right. very odd so choice. that was it was such a weird long setup for that and they kept like, they why? just kept shooting too right like yeah, so yes. much b-roll of that place so Jeez. much filler yeah. yeah and that's when i knew i was in for a treat i saw that and went, oh. oh this is gonna be good mm-hmm. actually you know what the minute i knew things were gonna be amazing is when she went and sat down to take that phone call next to the tv that was focused on the one of the singers <laughs> and he starts like Juking and jiving like a weirdo and licking the microphone, and I just went, "Yeah, this is this yeah. is going to be great. I'm in." And that this. was even during the blues song that they were singing, like <laughs> licking the microphone while you're, you know, playing it's, the sky is crying or it's something. So weird. What a weird idea at all to do. And then everybody in this is supposed to play a stereotype character, but they don't do it very well. So yeah. I don't think her manager behaved like a manager. I don't think the cop behaved like a cop. He looked like he was trying to do a, kind of a bad Al Pacino impression or something. Um, everybody in every role, include oh, ah, oh, there's this scene. Sorry. There's this scene where he sends the short-haired blonde lady into the store to get wine. Yes. While he kills <laughs> Jane, the other lady Jane with, with her, her uh, IBS or whatever, her diarrhea problems. Yeah, her nervous yeah. diarrhea. So she goes, she goes into the place. And they have this really overdramatic exchange yes. where the guy goes, here you go, ma'am. Here's your wine. Here's your change. And she goes, have a have a happy new year. And, yeah. she, and yeah. she nods her head all solemnly. And then why? Uh-huh. What, are you, what, are you, what was that? What are they doing? I was hoping that there was some like there was going to be some sort of follow up that explained like, why he was acting like that. That was, was so, so weird, yeah. man. And I love that. Oh, my gosh. Anytime you leave me hanging like that and make me question your motives knowing that it's just shitty and that you screwed up and you probably had other stuff going on in that store and you decided not to show it or you cut it and all you kept was the exchange of the money and the goodbye like that's amazing oh my gosh you guys i love that love hated the next the next scene that i loved because it actually surprised me i did not think this movie was going to surprise me because it kept tossing those softballs it's like here's a softball here's another one yeah but then she's like she comes out of the uh she comes out of the store the liquor store heads on down it's like oh no my friend's been taken and you're like thinking oh she got dumped in the trash no big deal the guy ran off no big deal and then she opens the trash can there he is and i was like whoa that actually kind of surprised me and i was i was Oh. Well, and, and this all comes after a slow walk along the side of the liquor store, carrying yeah. right. carrying the bag with the booze in it and uh, and the most most expensive effing bottle of champagne you can buy. Right. And uh, she picks up each shoe and she stares at it like at some point she's going to see her friend's foot and the rest of her body yeah. sticking out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. oh, the shoe. Yeah. The shoe. <laughs> exactly. Like there's some sort of clue. Yeah. And, then, uh, and then she, you know, wrestles yeah. with the... The decision of well, do I put the champagne bottle down and open the side no, of the no. uh, the trash can, or do I try and do it one handed? Or mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just gonna pull this thread into the trash can because my friend's gonna. Ah! Right. Right. 
<laughs> it was so dumb. And he's supposed to look menacing because he's got his, his lighter, but he's also yeah. still wearing that mustache that never looked cool. Yes. That was the best part of the whole movie. Hey, have you ever seen a mustache look so good you're convinced it's fake? I mean, because that's what I was thinking yes. when I was watching that. I was like, I was like, that is obviously a fake mustache, but I have seen some mustaches that were so full and so perfect. I'm like, that's got to be fake. My, it was my. such a useless thing to do because he wasn't going to a place where people were going to recognize him anyway. No, and it wasn't a, enough of a disguise that if they were going to recognize him, they wouldn't with that mustache. But it was like, oh, I have a mustache and some spirit gum. I'm going to put on a mustache and uh, <laughs> go uh, into a, also, a singles bar. Also, in 1980, like one of the conceits of the film is that this guy's killing streak starts and ends on New Year's Eve. And there's no internet. There's no smartphones. No one would know that there's a right. killer running around. No one. Like, that's that's why, like, some of the best parts of the film are the basic slasher tropes. Like, where he's got a victim in the car, and she gets out and runs across a park, and he crashes through some partygoers on the side of the street. Yeah, It's great. Mm -hmm. These two guys wearing New Year's Eve hats, uh, you know? <laughs> like, they have no idea what they're experiencing. They're just like, <laughs> those are really the best parts of the movie guys yeah. are those are those ridiculous tropes. I, I agree and those guys i just put a gif of those guys in our chat um the way oh yeah the way the guy in the rear is walking he thinks he's doing drunk walk but it, to me it looks right. like he's got a bad acl torn ligament or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a weird limp yeah. yeah it's not right uh was I think it was Nicolas Cage, an interview with Nicolas Cage, where he said uh, after doing Leaving Las Vegas, he figured out that the secret to doing a good drunk performance is that when you're drunk, you're trying not to look drunk. So you kind of have to play it like you're not drunk right? Uh, when you're when you're performing uh, drunk. And these guys are totally doing the the Dudley Moore, Arthur. I mean, have you ever seen a drunk performance where you were so convinced and impressed at how... Like I always look at it and go, "Jeez, oh, all right." Well, I mean, Sit Otis down. from uh, from from back in Mayberry, that <laughs> the is the, Andy Griffin show. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was that was he was always drunk. That was that wasn't acting, my friend. That was. Well, I guess we could go back to Victor to Borga as well. Sure. Yeah. Right. yeah, and there were, of course, there were just uh, actors who got drunk mm. to perform yeah. as a drunk, mm. right? Yeah. Surely. I assume so. Surely. I don't know. I assume that Jerry... Who, it seems who like is... that would be too method, too, too unprofessionally method. <laughs> it seems like, uh, what's his name? Dean Martin was always drunk, so that's just what you got. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. he was just always sweaty. But that was, you know, you can be drunk at a celebrity roast for Don Rickles. That's fine. Right. Sure. But Definitely. I'll bet the movies he would do with like, you know, him like and Jerry Lewis or, something. or whatever. Was yeah. that him? I think he's just wandering around going, and then cut and then you go get another glass. And, you know, I think that dude was always just drinking. So it's, it's entirely possible that those are the best drunk performances and they're not played as drunks. But anytime anybody does an overt drunk performance, mm -hmm, I, I mm -hmm. just I just don't buy it. Like, I'm trying to think of one where it works for me. And I'm trying to think of anyone, and I can't. So, according to grunge.com, and I don't know if we can Rich. really believe this, <laughs> uh, Denise Richards and Nev Campbell were drunk in their scene in uh, Wild oh. Things. In the tub? Uh, I was. Margot Robbie was drunk during Wolf of Wall Street. Jennifer Lawrence was drunk during Passengers, which we all should have been drunk during Passengers. Wait, she was drunk uh, during Passengers? Oh, oh, this the scene where she was meant to be drunk? Like... I don't know if uh, in the bar. I don't know if it was right. I don't know if she was really like if she was just drunk during the whole filming. Um, 
or is this, oh, maybe this is wrong. No, it says actors who are drunk during filming is the article, not actors who did a good job acting drunk during okay, filming. Okay, interesting. I would have never the, thought I, that. The, the head scratcher in this list is uh, Daniel Radcliffe in the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> no, that's oh, not no. true. That was Butterbeer. What was it again? No, it was what kind of oh, well, movie? maybe by the you know sixth one or seventh one. That's when actually he's old what he enough. was saying, yes. Uh, yeah. With filming his sixth Harry Potter movie, he found himself lost in the drink, telling uh, GQ, I became so reliant on alcohol to enjoy stuff. There were a few years when I was just enamored with the idea of living some sort of famous person's lifestyle that really isn't suited to me. I don't so, like yeah, apparently, that. That makes me sad to hear that. I don't like it that. It does. Yeah, no kidding. I, and I just want to go back uh, to Margot Robbie and Wolf of Wall Street, because if it wasn't freaking Leo DiCaprio stoned and drugged out of his mind in reality filming the scene where he gets so high then i just don't i don't ever want to see that movie again the scene where he gets ridiculously high is so freaking funny is that the one where he I, snorts coke from a bum hole is that the one i it, there's a lot of there's a lot of drug use in the movie but there's a scene he, where he snorts bum, a bum hole full of coke and it goes right up into his nose with a straw or something i think i have that right <laughs> that I, movie that movie <laughs> scarred me so i can only talk about it in these halted if, ways if it, if it was something you saw i can see that there was absolutely no way it was going to be anything else <laughs> that you'd remember the most from that film it is my number one memory of that movie is him yes. snorting coke out of a butt he did it what gross got up the most from wolf of wall street yeah i gotta f i'm gonna find an image so i can put my oh good self please, to rest please do yes snort coke bum dicaprio <laughs> Oh, they say Martin Short was drunk during Apocalypse Now. Oh, Martin Short. Not Martin Short. Martin Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> I was racking my brain to think. Oh, that's too good. Oh, yeah, this is real. Okay. I'm going to go I'm gonna go to the uh, mountains and find this guy, you know? Yeah. Here, Here's the image. I apologize in advance. That's That happened in that movie oh, right there. Yeah. Yep. A little straw on the hooter. Uh, just a little bit of... <laughs> <laughs> little cocaine up the up the up the oh, rear end well, I there. I think the hooter the hooters are a different part of the body. Oh, so. all right. Well, I always this, call it um, a hooter. What you sent us looks like it's been made into a canvas print. Yeah, uh, it's from a website called Dangerous Minds. Oh, it even says this: uh, Leo DiCaprio snorting coke. <laughs> uh, wall art is the feel good Christmas gift of the season. So apparently, you can buy this in a in a. <laughs> you can buy that as wall art. Yeah, right. it's wall art. That's fantastic. Wonderful deal. Uh, that movie oh, scarred me. I did not like that. Going movie. back to the list of of actors who were actually drunk while filming, yeah. um, there's a bunch of film sack movies in here. The one that really sticks out to me is John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins in Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I just they were both drunk the whole time. Were they? Yeah, and, I love that. I love that. And if you could you know you would you know it's yeah. like we're making a dumb super mario brothers movie uh the craft table is loaded with uh bottles of jack daniels and jose cuervo let's just let's you know no one this is not uh we're not working for an oscar here no so just go all the way right <laughs> just go all the way yeah exactly. whatever is, it takes to get you through yeah whatever you're getting paid for this but in the end it's a miserable experience N numb your feelings go home happy that's how i look at it right uh, what else can we say about this movie? Uh, Emmett Alston, who directed it, really made nothing but trash. Uh, and he writes a lot of stuff, but he's just not known for anything good. Uh, so I wouldn't bother too hard trying to find more of his works, is a good way to put it. He wrote some uh, threesome movie that's basically borderline porn. So, you know, he's his tendencies were fully realized, I guess, in that. 
but yeah, he's a he's a dude with 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 credits. Let's put it that way. Um, TCM. Oh, this is great. The TCM Network. I don't know. Yeah, what that Turner Classic for. Movies. They once paired an airing of New Year's Evil with the film Christmas Evil that we just saw. Wow, really? As their holiday-themed slasher movie double feature. <laughs> Turner Classic Movies. The fact that they would show either of those films uh, surprises me. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, that would have been... Uh, that's kind of a hoot because we just did the same thing. So well yeah. done, FilmSack. We've, we've mirrored... We've mirrored Turner, Turner Classic Turner movies. Classic movies. I can't. I don't even know if I've ever seen TCM. That's the truth. I don't think that's a channel I've had on. I think I've seen just parodies of the hoity-toityness of the the narrators who come on before they actually show the film and say it was uh, reputed that uh, Humphrey Bogart actually did not like Lauren Bacall through the entire filming of this feature. <laughs> now, for your enjoyment, Casablanca. Oh wow! And see, would, every time. Yeah. I, I never saw that. I never saw any sort of like introduction or anything. I would just be flipping along and passing TCM. Mm. I would see John Wayne on a horse <laughs> and I would just stop. And I don't care. <laughs> like it's one of 71 movies where he has a scene sitting on a horse sort of hunched forward talking. Yeah. And like, I just, I would stop. Yeah. He, and he you watch for 15 minutes. You can't help it. You can't help it. I totally yeah. get it. I'm with you. If if John Wayne's on a horse and it's even if he's just there, even if the film's broken and it's locked on that scene and he's just not moving, I'm still gonna watch it for ten minutes. I told you my fa- one of my favorite uh, things related to John Wayne was um, flying in that first year to BlizzCon, the first year that Tristan and I came to BlizzCon together. And when you come to BlizzCon, you usually fly into John Wayne International Airport in Orange County. And uh, as we're getting off the plane and on the jetway, there's a little sign that says, Welcome to John Wayne International Airport. And I say, Tristan, who was, I think, 11 or 12 at the time, I mm-hmm. said, Do you know who John Wayne was? And he says, Wasn't he a pilgrim? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> was he I love your that. Cane? I love that. He's always heard that name associated with the word pilgrim. And, yeah, what uh, are you doing there, I pilgrim? Need to, I need to convince my kid that, uh, so one day my kid will, uh, I'll ask him who was Val Kilmer, and he'll say, uh, wasn't he a Huckleberry? Yeah, right? <laughs> no, that's the thing. Isn't there, is a meme going around where you say, uh, where people say, I'm, I'll tell my kids this was Baby Yoda, but it'll be a picture of like, you know, Danny DeVito or something. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a, that's a thing now people are doing all over Twitter. So maybe, you know, we have a few of those in our future for your boy. But uh, yeah, that's hilarious. That's my favorite story about Tristan suddenly. I love that. Yeah, it's a great one. Yeah. I also like, you know what else is weird, by the way, just real quick, an airport note about John Wayne International, which is the one we take also whenever I go to Anaheim. And that is, there's a big statue of the of the Duke, right? Standing there um, somewhere in the, as you as you leave baggage area, the big statue of John Wayne. And um, I got up close to him last time I was there and just kind of checking him out while Kim was getting the rental car. And I noticed that he's, it's a bronze, I guess, or I assume it's bronze. Um, kind of rough and matte finish all over John Wayne, mm-hmm. except for, and I'm not kidding, his crotch <laughs> is the shiniest crotch because everybody touches his penis. Really, like they go by, they've they've uh, eroded, they've worn down the uh, the the brass, the copper on his uh, statue. Yeah, now it's this shiny uh, thing that just stands out like crazy. They need to they need to go put a finish on it or something. You rub it for luck before you get on the plane. <laughs> I understand. He calls it the little pilgrim you need. You need to rub it before you get on that plane. <laughs> anyway, sorry, side note. Who, Randy, you were going to say something? Okay. I was just going to do a, another 2019 question, and, and that is, you know, 
what was the best new TV show of 2019. So oh, this is a show man. that had its first episode in 2019 oh. and it needs to be a tv show like so you can't say chernobyl because there's not going to be like seasons of that right so, uh, so a, okay so it has to be a continual well we don't know if there are going to be more seasons of Watchmen, but uh there surely will surely i don't know i don't know, I don't know. they're all well, okay. they're being may, real... not be, may not be uh lindelof so are you are you looking for the thing that that touches us or are you looking for the thing that should be critically no, no, whatever, I think the thing that whatever, gets us. Man. Let's say what gets us, because for me, it's going to surprise people. There was a lot of really great TV this year, and it's easy to say Mandalorian. It's easy to say all sorts of stuff. I have lots of shows I really like this year. However, yeah. um, oh, it doesn't count though because I don't think they're doing a season two. Shoot. Okay. What? I was going to I was going to say, say, say unbelievable because unbelievable. Uh, mm. I found to be uh, one of the most mind altering um, TV right. shows I'd seen ever and i highly recommend it it was really really good here so. here's something that's pretty throwaway if you know me i like i like to watch a lot of tv half for years and the the show that really i get excited about new episodes is bless this mess well know, that's a 2018 have... show i don't know oh, what that is did it start in 2018 yeah. i don't know yeah, what that is season. what is bless that mess what is that uh, i don't so yeah, know that at all yeah. i don't even, i don't so, know what that uh, is Kristen bell's Lake husband Bill. oh yeah, yeah. dax shepherd show okay got it never mind then i, I guess i'll is. have to go with the other one that i like then uh, but i always can never remember the name of it but it's not i always think it's pitch perfect but it's not it's the tv show equivalent of uh Oh, um, so singing people? They singing? Pitch, pitch perfect. perfect. It's not pitch perfect. It's uh, perfect Glee? harmony. Perfect harmony. <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect harmony. harmony. Yeah, oh, I don't know what that's that is. That's been hilarious every that's time. Got, uh, that's got that uh, woman in it who always plays a uh, right. an aggressive biatch. It's Anna Camp and Anna Bradley Camp, yes. Whitford. Yeah, Bradley she Whitford. Has, oh, yes, I love Bradley Whitford. Oh, it's the guy. Yeah. He's the guy. Uh, he's the in charge of the church thing. And and what yeah, I yeah, dude. Whitford yep. can do no wrong for me. I love that guy. I finally watched Get Out. I freaking love him. I love him. Love it. He's so good. And the camp has uh, Chevy Chase's chin, by the way. Like if you uh -huh. if you only look at the bottom half of their faces, they're mm -hmm. almost uh, indistinguishable. All right. Um. I can I throw one in for I I, yeah. I, I, I literally just will say Mandalorian, and I and I realize that okay. you could look at it and call mm -hmm. it pulpy or you know basically a western every week and that sort of thing, and it absolutely is. But it's the thing that brought star wars back to me in a way that i that i as an adult had kind of shoved to the side and said you know i'm always going to enjoy these things but i'm never going to feel like that seven-year-old again i'm never going to yeah. feel like that that first time i saw a new hope when i was seven it's just not going to happen and guess what it totally happened with the mandalorian so i have to give that like big fat credit the, uh, the most recent or the final episode of the season again no spoilers has one of the best few minutes of interaction and dialogue between a couple of stormtroopers that that if they were to insert that into any Star Wars movie, it would elevate that Star Wars movie to to A plus quality. Yeah. I mean I, for, you've right seen the finale, I haven't but, yet, uh, but I want I keep hearing this about this conversation, so it must be good because you're not the first it's person like, to mention it's like it. if Tarantino got his hands on a little bit of Mandalorian <laughs> script. Basically. Oh man, don't even get me excited. <laughs> What amazes me about 2019 is that it came on so strong at the end of the year. Yeah. And I guess I guess this is kind of has to do with when the Emmys are, right? The Emmys sort of end the year and then you release a bunch of new stuff immediately afterward. Mm -hmm. But Mandalorian, His Dark Materials, Watchmen, The Witcher, these things are all like 
starting in uh, like November. It's amazing mm-hmm. how how it all happens at the end of the year. Uh, the the show that started in 2019 that I just cannot help but raise. I think it was the best new show of 2019. Was what we do in the shadows, guys? Mm. You gotta watch this. Oh thing. yeah, it's so good. It is so funny. So good. Yeah, yeah. I should I should mention that too. Was uh uh Russian Doll that was 29 that started yes, in 2019, 2019 right? Yeah. I really enjoyed that, and I'm and I'm hoping that there is going to be a season two of that. Because uh, really, talked about taking something that you think you've you've seen a million times before and then changing it just enough to where that it still surprises you. I really enjoyed that. I love the new uh, Mindhunter season, but that's again a show that started mm-hmm. in 2018. Well, and and I want to point out, Brian Ebbett, uh, mm-hmm. that uh, some other group did a similar thing, which is uh, the Paul Rudd show, Living with Yourself. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've seen it right. a million times, and you know what? It wasn't. No, I disagree. It's no. not that good. Oh, I, and I enjoy like it. like what where Russian Doll finds all of these little things for you to you know sort of like key on and think about and take away living with yourself doesn't at all it's completely this is always the problem i this is kind of where i always have trouble with okay so are you talking from a academic standpoint because you can say no that was not good because based on things up to now this is how it is but to me it was good because it satisfied some things into me and i liked it and i enjoyed it good to me so Mm. And they had so a nice that, little how I see things. gimmick of dovetailing one episode into another. That once you, yeah. once you start watching it and realizing, it's like, all right, that's really a clever, a clever way to do that. Mm-hmm. Which also, show are you talking about? Uh, living with yourself, living the dovetailing that they did between, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's not good. Really Randy says not good for him. I just, it was totally forgettable. I watched all of living fine. with yourself, and I. There was nothing like any part of Russian Doll. Like there were so many things in right. Russian Doll where I'm like, man, you know, someone between a set designer and a cinematographer, some some people put some thought into that bathroom she keeps waking mm-hmm. up in. Mm-hmm. Like they really thought about that set, and I and I haven't forgotten. I can tell you all about it right now. I haven't seen it in eight months, <laughs> and and you know what I'm saying. Whereas yeah. living with yourself, eh, it was it was cute. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah. Right. I uh, Fleabag. I'm really surprised. Uh, I mean, I discovered in 2019, but uh, it's apparently I was surprised to find out it's been around since 2016. Yeah, uh, Fleabag's <laughs> amazing. I love it. It's so good, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge just gives these looks to the camera that actually that alone makes me bust out. Laughing. And I hate. Really? I normally hate camera wink fourth wall. Like I usually wall hate breaking, it. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. don't like it every time Jim Halpert looks at a camera. And I know The Office can get away with it because The Office is kind of pseudo mockumentary, right? But mm-hmm. but there's something about her looks at cameras. Yes that are i don't care what's being talked about everything's funnier after she looks at the camera and that's a hard Absolutely. thing to pull off i don't know how she does it and i will only throw one more into the ring this is not new this year by any stretch during like their fifth season or something but one of the most consistently funny heartfelt well-made thoroughly well thought out cast is Shit's Creek. If you haven't seen oh, Shit's so Creek, yeah, so, Schitt's good. Creek. so good. You yeah. got to watch Shit's Creek. That is a family favorite here. We freaking love that show. It's so consistently funny and good. And they're only, I guess they have one more season and that's it. They're out after that. Hmm. Anyway, that was a fun little uh, end of year thing. Thanks, Randy. Yeah. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Now back to uh, New Year's Evil. Uh, all right. So I did have one uh, uh, gross moment. Can anyone 
Tell me what they oh, think I it had, was. Oh, I wrote down two. Okay. There was one scene where the punker, one of the punker singers looks right at the camera and sings and opens his mouth wide and has a spit trail from his upper teeth to his lower teeth that they decided not to reshoot. Yeah. I would like to give and, Brian the, uh, hold on. I'd like to give you this. That is correct. That is the <laughs> thing that grossed me out of the most in this Can movie. I tell you what my second and my backup was? Yes. The opening scene where they're driving down Hollywood Boulevard and people are, punkers are just randomly sticking their fingers into each other's mouths <laughs> yeah, for no I didn't like that whatsoever. Either. That was a runner up. I hated that. That what whole thing of, was just what so kind of random. What play fighting is this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was so Like, bad. do you remember being a teenager and play fighting? You know, like, ah, you're roughhousing. Like, you throw your arm around your buddy's neck and sort of pull him around. Like, yeah. yeah. But, but sitting there putting your hands in each other's mouths? No one did that. Ever. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. No. I know. You're all getting uh, the, the, the hand-foot-mouth disease or whatever they call that. <laughs> That's right, because I'm sure punkers don't wash their hands regularly. I also There's really, not a Purell in that uh, that uh, convertible. I also really just disliked the guy just grinding on her boobs in the car. I just didn't like that. So. Oh, well, she's just munching on popcorn. And yeah, and <laughs> smoking weed. He was just like Maybe cranking on the her. second feature. Yeah, <laughs> thinking to myself, dude, you're going to rip a nipple off. Like, calm down. <laughs> What are you trying to tune those things in? Yeah, tuned in Tokyo. What was that from? Tune in Tokyo. There was some movie where there was a joke where somebody yeah. would twist somebody's boobs and and yell "Tune right, in Tokyo." Right, tune in Tokyo. What sounds was like that? A, what was that? <laughs> sounds like a Jim Carrey thing, but I don't think he's ever done anything like no, that. No, it's like older than that, and I don't remember what it is. All right, someone, someone in the uh, the listening audience will surely correct us. All right, yeah. uh, so well done on the gross thing. That was absolutely true. I have a a, a ton of uh, clips here that I would like to play. This movie was full of amazing, terrible dialogue, and so I'm just going to hammer through these. Uh, let's start with this first death. It's the first scream and stab of the movie. With an echo, too. Black woman dies first. Yep. Oh, geez, I didn't think of that. Yep, she did. Poor lady. Yeah, and I still, like, I will never forget her reaching into the tub to try to get the water to stop dribbling. Mm. Like, I, I, you don't realize it until you find out that he's in there, but maybe he was turning it back on, mm -hmm. and she didn't know. Yeah. Like, he's, playing, he's playing a long prank with yeah. her in the bathroom. Also, I don't know how he great? got in there, because did he slip in while she was checking the hall? No, no, he couldn't have. He had to be in there the whole time, because that's mm -hmm. what I thought, too. But I went back and watched the scene, and unless he was, like, some kind of apparition he could not have passed by her because she opened the door stood in the doorway then closed the door then walked straight back to the bathroom but okay. we were to believe that's what he might have okay so he's just patiently hanging out in there until he had his moment right that's why that's that's why i realized like man he was in there for a really long time okay no I, 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 that's kind of what i came to but i wasn't sure if i was right about that um it annoyed me though tune in tune in tokyo is from uh, girls just want to have fun the movie with sarah jessica parker and uh I want to say Julia Roberts before she got big. Before she uh, blew up, as they say. Before she blew up, uh -huh. yes. Yeah, on the scene. Uh, here's, uh, here's. that's funny because I don't even like that movie. I don't know why I remember that tune in Tokyo. It's because I remember the dumbest thing, snorting oh, coke out of Bateman, a bum. I think was the, yeah. Oh, was it Justine Bateman? Okay. I think Justine Bateman, yeah. All right. It's Which would be the reason why you watched it. Sure. Let's be honest. Yeah, Here, yeah I had the hugest crush on her. It was ridiculous. 
Here is, uh, uh, oh, this is our, the ticket guy. I honestly believe that Dunaway's entire <laughs> intro was going to be nothing but riffs on this guy. I really yeah, I was that That was my first inclination. I said, eh, but it's not really relevant to the rest of the movie. And I'm like, eh. and it was so brief, but man, <laughs> this guy's weird. All right, so I'm going to play it. Here it is. Tickets. Tickets. Let's have your tickets. Tickets. Let's have your tickets. Just tickets. Have your tickets. <laughs> tickets. Let's have your and, tickets. And they had to loop that audio. I don't know why yeah, whoever edited it. I felt like they needed to loop the audio, but they looped the audio. Totally the same so thing. Dumb. Yeah. No human could repeat themselves in that manner. A- that accurately. Like that. Right. Yeah. Love this dumb movie. All right. Here's uh, I wrote. It's a really good part. I don't remember. I wrote. It's really a good part. Oh, it's uh, it's Derek talking about his hot new job on the American spaceship or whatever the hell oh, it was yeah. called. Right. Yeah. I, see, and that like, I wanted to know more about that yeah. and about that character, but it was so badly acted. Yeah. The, you know, like, so how do you bad. do that? How do you how do you have this seed of such an interesting little thing? And then act it out so badly that I'm mad at you. I yeah. don't get that. It was so poorly done. Just he is just a he is an atrocious actor. Yes. How he went on to have a job, I don't know. <laughs> but I love it for it. Um, all right. So he's great. Also, the coincidentally, the guy in the car cranking on what's her name's boob. Uh, someone asked him, "Why are you cranking so hard?" And he said, "It's really a good part." All right, that's good. <laughs> uh, I wrote, "This is so bad." All right, ladies, it's time to slam down and get even. It's time to spin out and boil your hair. You know, I want you to brace yourself for a night of high solid energy. Now tonight we are in stereo simulcast on the Rock K Rock FM. Now, this is your last chance to be bad before you make those New Year's resolutions. It's so bad. <laughs> I did this whole thing without a script. <laughs> it's, it's time so to slam down and punch up. Or, Olivia, so uh, it's time to get get busy and act like you're working hard. Yep. And- she just had all the great catchphrases of the 1980s <laughs> youth culture. Right. She just knew how to do it. Uh, all right, here's that call. This is Clara... My vote for the best song is We Don't Need No Education. Okay. That's a hoot. Well done. We do not need no education. <laughs> it seriously, it feels like someone slipped that into the script to see if anyone was paying attention. Yeah. And no one was paying attention. Nobody paid attention. Well, we did, but nobody else did. All right. Here's uh, the evil guy's voice the first time he uses it. I, I loved his overuse of this thing. It was great. Here it is. Happy New Year to you. You could call me that. Call me evil. Just evil. <laughs> I cut out some of her stuff, as you can tell. But... Hey, Bert. Is that you, Bert? Sounds like you, Bert. <laughs> uh, it does sound like Bert trying to change his voice. Oh, Holy it, it shit. Like... Who ate the cookies from this plate? <laughs> But it sounds like the old uncle from Christmas Vacation. I mean, oh, exactly yeah. like the guy. The blessing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uncle Leah or Uncle um, William, Lewis. William Mickey. Yeah. yeah. Uncle Lewis. He's the best. All right. Here's evil voice uh, again. I'm going to commit murder. Why didn't he just say, I'm going to commit murder, but the thing would just change his. Why did he have to go, I'm going. Like, why did he have to do all that? 
with such gusto. I don't know, because I'm wondering about that whole voice changer thing, because it seemed like his mouth was, at times, his mouth was closer to the mouthpiece of the phone than it was to his voice changer. Yeah. And you'd actually mm-hmm. put the voice changer up to the phone and not and not have it up by your mouth. Yeah, and that thing was like in his mouth, like up that in there. In his mouth. Like it was like a uh, the thing that Peter Frampton used to do the wah, 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 wah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's what that thing is. And it's uh, uh, at least the one you, you put can, in your mouth like that. You do that, and I immediately, immediately knew what you were talking about. <laughs> that wah, 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 wah. Even if you don't know who Peter Frampton is, immediately... <laughs> You know exactly. That's so that. funny. Oh my gosh. Vocoder yeah, or whatever it is, but uh, yeah, I think it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be in your mouth, and then the 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 speaker of the voice changer is supposed to be up to the phone. Wow. Well, they got the job done. Yeah, they did do what I had to do. Commit murder. All right. Here's a. Um, what's this? Oh, he comes well equipped. Hey, you brought your own music, huh? Yeah, I uh, always come well equipped. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I know. It is that is porn dialogue, basically. Yeah. yeah. I bet you do. She I scared me. I didn't do. like her at all. She did some weird mouth movements, mm-hmm. like weird mouth movements with her uh, when she was talking, like yep. a frowny. Yeah, it was bizarre. And then her and her and serial killer Bruce Jenner really making out there for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, here is uh, what this is evil. Oh, more evil. Here we go. This is evil. Yeah, hi. Hiya. This is evil. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't take me serious. Oh, Please no, hold. <laughs> How dare you put me on hold? I'm evil. All right. Here's a, uh, let's see. I wrote, listen to the reply. Listen to the replay. Oh, replay. Why did uh, I say reply? Replay. Listen to the replay. And then he yeah, starts so- the countdown from eight. Yeah. Guys. yeah. Right. Like, oh, Who does God. that? Yeah. Uh, this one's titled, So That's What That Means. Now, when this guy says murder at midnight, he means midnight in each of the time zones all across the country. Whoa. You've cracked the case there, yeah. Uh, yeah. Professor. Columbo. Yeah. Well yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it's funny because really the only person who knows he's actually doing a midnight is the killer himself. So, like, recording it, doing the replay uh, is the only way that he can prove that, no, no, it was exactly at midnight. This, that's what I'm really good at this because I was able to time it so that I killed her exactly at midnight. Right, right. By the worst, way. Worst, uh, worst affectation for a serial killer ever. Yeah, Come it's, on. It's you, bad. Just somewhere in the hour is fine. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> that's funny. We yeah, you're right. Bad. Yeah. But I just want to say uh, New Year's Eve is really awesome living on the uh, best coast because – you get to celebrate with everybody else when it happens in New York City. Mm. And you get to do that at a reasonable hour. Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, if you if everybody really cared about New Year's Eve in Hawaii, that would kind of suck. Ooh, like, we'd terrible. all have to, like, stay up all night. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants yeah. that. I'm glad New York's the place that we decided to have that time zone thing. That's good. Humans and, good. and uh, you know, Denver? Yeah. All we do is just ski down mountains carrying torches. Yeah, what's and, going on with the Aspen people, man? There is yeah, like... apparently that is actually a thing that they do in Aspen, but um, uh, it it just the funny like all right, we need a central where we need a mountain time zone uh, yeah. representation. Uh, Denver, yeah, what's Denver known for? I mean, is he going to kill somebody uh, around Denver time? And oh, oh, we know doesn't. snow hippies. Yeah, snow exactly. hippies yep. carrying candles. Perfect. Right. There, right. there are like some big cities in the mountain time zone. 
Yeah. You oh, know, they're, right. they're right. definitely they are. Yeah. I, they I could understand. have done Denver. They could have done actual Denver, I'm thinking. They yeah. easily could have done Denver. Yeah, they'd have to do some ski resort in Denver. They could have done Denver. Gone to Albuquerque? Albuquerque would have been. <laughs> they have they have a celebration I'm in that city. I'm going to kill someone in Albuquerque. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They'll never see me coming. All right. Here's a thing that brought up earlier, and I just like to think that during this era, this might have actually been a thing you could do on a Saturday night. Here you go. There's a big party up at Eric Estrada's place. I just so want that to be true. <laughs> like during the height of Eric Estrada's career, yes, you could go have right. a party at his house. There's a whole generation of people seeing this film right now for the first time that have no idea what an Eric Estrada is. Probably a bunch of in listeners our, don't. Wasn't it? Our, wasn't in our our uh, oh. Conley, we were talking about earlier, wasn't it Conley? Con- we were talking about? Con- Connell, who? Terry no, Copley? Oh, yeah, Terry Copley. Copley. That's what it's about. Sorry, yeah. Copley. She was actually in Chips too, right? She she played like. Oh, was she, she in Chips? Been. She might have yeah. been in Chips. Yeah. yeah. Chips was. By the a, way, at, at yeah. Erica at Erica Strada's house, uh, guess what the uh, the the dining table is just covered with? Uh, hold on, hold on. I can't let this go. Uh, what is it covered with? Chips. There oh, you go. Shit. Gosh Come dang on, it. Scott. Yeah, I know. That's bad. I've had I was up too late last night. That's my excuse. <laughs> that should have been easy. Nice one. All right. Uh remember this big hit from the from the era? I'm getting hot of Dumb Blondes. Remember Dumb Blondes? Oh, what dumb a hot blondes. hit that was for the era. Man, just really I'd defined. Like to say you couldn't do a song like that today, but you really couldn't do it back in 1979 or 80. Right? Yeah. <laughs> This is all oh. true. All right, here's my favorite cure ever. I stopped biting my nails. Lisa got rid of her nervous diarrhea. Fantastic. Well done. <laughs> wow, thank you yeah, for telling us. She's great. Boy, she was really playing the ditzy blonde. Here she is saying a word no one's ever used. Doodly D squat. Doodly D squat. <laughs> <laughs> Doodly D. That's actually how Jane got nervous diarrhea. <laughs> was it her trigger word? Doodly D yeah, squat. Doodly oh, D shit, squat. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a, uh, what? Big, I don't know what this is, I'll just play it. Here's what I want you to do. You go in and go to the gym. And while you're in there, you buy the biggest goddamn bottle of champagne they got. All right. Uh, the John. Uh, we should bring that up here John. briefly. That guy referred to a toilet no less than four times and call, in every case right. called it the John. Now, growing up, no one I knew called it the John except my dad. He uh-huh. called it the John. You guys need to go to the John before we go? He'd say that. And uh, and I and so when what I hear are you gonna it, what are you doing there? Uh, diddly do squat. <laughs> diddly do squat. <laughs> and diddly do maybe a little squat. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I hate the term John for a toilet. Just bugs me. Yeah. Why? Wait, I don't what? know. It's old. It's old and mm-hmm. dumb. No one should yeah, say John it. Is, John is what you call uh, patrons of a prostitute. Yeah, we're a guy yeah. named John, not a we're toilet. We're a guy named John. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, like long johns, that's fine. Other John usage is okay, but saying ah, I gotta hit the John, shut up. Just say I gotta go. I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta use the toilet. I gotta take a dump. I gotta use the John. Like, what's that like in the South these days, Dunaway? People walking around going, "Hey, what's going on with the John? It's plugged." No, I've never heard anybody say the John around here. They always say either I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah, I don't ever hear anybody. Say, bathroom is pretty much it. Yeah, the toilet. I, yeah, turlet. My dad also said gotta, turlet. Yeah, I get it. I got to hit the head. You'll occasionally hear that. But that's right. pretty much it. The toity. I like the uh, uh, I need to see a man about a horse. I've always enjoyed that one. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. 
Uh, I like them obscure or straight on like I need the shitter. I like that. All right, here's a death noise from somebody who died. Okay, so enjoy. That's not the sound you make when you're suffocating. <laughs> Someone doing a diddly do squat. Yeah. <laughs> doodly D squat. All right, great. Oh, doodly. Okay. Don't sorry. Doodly D squat. Yeah, doodly right, D squat. Yes. Keep that straight. All right, here's. Oh, I like this particular greetings a hole. Here you go. Greetings, asshole. He just didn't seem very tough as a biker guy. Just a greetings, oh, asshole. Greetings, asshole. <laughs> greetings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like biker games you know, do. That, that typical biker hello. Greetings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's uh, something about keys. Where are the f***ing keys? In the ignition. <laughs> <laughs> That was excellent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the key is in the ignition, man. Ah, and he gets yanked out of there. He's been making <laughs> oh, freaking right there in the ignition. Oh, <laughs> making the boob squeezings. He he got he got interrupted. He like that. Boob squeezings. <laughs> really what you got on there? You got some boob squeezings out boob there? Squeezings. Some... Giving her like a painful mm-hmm. mammogram in that car. All right. Here's uh, uh there's one for Ibit. I, ju- I wrote that and I don't remember what it is. So Ibit, oh, this is for you. Whatever it is. Now, as the new year approaches, the Rockies, we're headed for Aspen. Oh yeah. Here in Colorado, we have to do things just a little different. Some of us came up here to burn a candle for the new year, and that new year is only five minutes away by my count. And they're all doing like kumbaya oh. on the guitars. And, and what's stuff. that accent? We don't talk like yeah, that. No, if you no, don't no, we say no. things a little differently. <laughs> His accent changed for the last line. <laughs> it did. Yes. It was one accent, and then suddenly he th- thought he was in Aspen, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. I read something in the trivia that said he did a lot of those phone voices. Or, uh, uh, you know. The director did? Dr- yeah. Right, right. Yeah, he liked to stick himself in those things. Scott, I, I, I'm worried that you didn't get the title drop. Uh, did I miss it? When did it oh. get said? Did someone say New Year's Evil? Was it Lady yeah, at the beginning? At, oh, at yeah. the beginning of the stage show, New Year's she comes Evil. out. Oh. And yeah, she says she says the name of their celebration is New Year's Evil. Oh, I thought I I thought oh. she did that in her. No, rant. she didn't, Randy. How did she say it? Hold on, let me play it. <laughs> let me play it again. Hold on. All right, ladies, it's time to slam down and get even. It's time to spin up, boil your hair. You know. I want you to brace yourself for a night of high solid energy. Now tonight we are in stereo simulcast on the rock, K Rock. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I just cut it short. I didn't get oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we didn't call there one point thing. where she goes, no? Yeah. <laughs> like she no. says, like, hey, it's time to drop your hair and borrow your cheese. No? <laughs> no? <laughs> no? No? Bar- right. Borrow your cheese. <laughs> I love that. I want to borrow some cheese. Don't return borrowed cheese. That's the rule. All right, Mr. Mister is what this is called. It's not the song by the uh, by Mr. Mister. No, wait. Mr. Mister was the band, right, Brian? Right. Mr. Mister is the band okay. that does Kiri and uh, Broken Wings. That one? Is that the one? That's the one. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, here this has nothing to do with that. Here, I'm going to play it now. Here you go. Listen, mister, if it's money you want, I don't have any. <laughs> she says, listen, mister. Oh, I thought she said, mister, mister. Yeah. Let's hear it again. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Listen, mister. You're right. <laughs> when you're listening, though, for mister, mister, you do hear it. Yeah. Lister, mister. Listen, mister. mister. <laughs> Twisted sister. <laughs> Twisted sister. Yeah, it's uh, 
It's uh, <laughs> bean. What's the thing you hear? You think you're hearing something else? What is the thing? Uh, that was, uh, bean bean counter. No, oh, Amanda Green. Amanda Green. Yeah, no, but what's the one that was famous this year or last year where, where people thought they were seeing green? Sp- oh, yeah, where you heard two things at once. Yeah, everybody was doing that. Green oh, Needle. Green, green Needle, needle and, and Brainstorm. Uh, brainstorm, yeah. Or Yanni and Lauren. Lauren or Yanni, yeah. Laurel. Yeah. That's, Laurel. That's right. Laurel. That's right. Laurel. Yanny. <laughs> Yanny or Yanni? Yanni's the performer. He's the new right. age guy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's <laughs> here's this. What is this? I don't know what this is. So here. This thing on? Your attention, please. Oh, shut up. Oh, yeah. That guy, Trina. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to believe that that's the director making all those heckling voices during that whole thing. Yep. And during that, somebody made this sound, and I still can't decipher it. I don't know what she said, so we're going to have some oh, yeah. fun here. Here you go. Check this out. Yuvie. What's that? Right. I don't know, but I heard that, too. UV. UV. It's like UV protection. UV. UV. Keep the sun out. I don't <laughs> I don't know what it is. UV. All right, someone at home will know, maybe. All right, here's the breast mutilation talk. That's always fun. He's mutilated the breasts of most of his women. That's a common characteristic of a psychopathic killer. Wouldn't you say most of his female victims, not most of his women? Most of his women. Well, you know, he's got a bad dating profile on Tinder. I guess so. He's He's mutilated the breasts of most of his women. That's just a weird way to say that. That's a weird way of saying it. And also, I didn't see... That wasn't true, though, across the board. No. no, there were some cuts at the tops of the of the uh, uh, the slide. The the woman who comes right. down the slide, right. perfectly timed. How did I don't know how the yeah. killer did that, but it was well done. Yeah, like nice making job. sure that she wow. slid down the slide just when they brought their uh, their one uh, uh, flashlight to the base right, of the right. slide without looking anywhere else. He's a magical <laughs> bastard, that guy. All right, this is my favorite. I'm going to start yelling this when I see a cop. Here, Here's this. Hey, officer, can you give me a hand over here? I think I found a drunk. I found a drunk. Hey, <laughs> hey, officer, I found a drunk. Just kidding, it's a brick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a brick so, just conveniently laying against this wall here. Don't worry right. about it. Sponge brick. By the way, did uh, so did the killer plant that convenient chest of props uh, at the top of the in the hotel oh. at the top of the stairs there oh i don't with, know like his change of clothes and Hell his yeah. uh must have uh, yes. mask must stuff have. like that okay i mean we now that you say it i that seems like a detail i would have noticed but you're right maybe he but he must have right because how else was that stuff so specific in there exactly his what son left it for my oh there's oh. a conspiracy Ooh. afoot yeah. also when he was okay i got a son question because they never <laughs> followed this through when he put the mom a red stocking on his face poorly, yeah. I, I might add, yes. and then wandered around the place and was like sneaking around listening to people and stuff, what was that for? <laughs> Just to show that he's got some uh, some mental issues. But again, again, they they really wanted to be subtle about setting up the sequel. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. That was really bothersome. Did not like that. All right, here's a. Uh, Derek, oh, I just wrote Derek sucks so bad. Here, here, here it is. I had a surprise for you, and right now I don't want any part of it. Okay, great. Okay, Derek. <laughs> okay, Derek. You'll put my Whatever, stocking on your head and go down and be creepy, you little shit. 
right. yeah tina and i were trying to figure out was she like nine when she had him but then we looked back at their the actors right. uh, ages and there were you know 21 years difference between the two yeah. it looked a lot closer she looks she looks very younger young and, yeah yeah well, that's what i was saying she i mean like physically she looks way young face she looks like me like there's something wrong with her head <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it is for those uh, of you, as you age, you'll discover this. Yeah, yeah, it's a normal uh, your, thing. Your face, your face wrinkles and looks nasty a lot faster than the rest of your. Well, body. you know why? Because because it's not covered up. Speaking of UV, exactly. That's so what we she was all trying to say when you when you see somebody all wrinkly in the face, you think, oh boy, I'd hate to see that shirt off. And yeah, it's like oh no, they like that's why truck drivers truck drivers like the left side of their face is all right thrashed, and the right side's not because the sun's on. So that we should side. be totally clothed, head from toe. That's right. Cover up. Those burka people have it right. They're protecting themselves from the. UV. Yeah, the UV. UV. All right, here's, um, uh, oh, it was the John. It was in the John. He was in the John there, see. That, that's the toilet, uh-huh. he calls the John. It was in the John. Uh-huh, we know. But. <laughs> All right, it, uh, here's a horrible sound of a guy getting kicked in the face. And by horrible, I don't mean like brutal or well done or any of that. I mean, it was terrible. He kicked a cop in the face in the elevator, and it sounded stupid. Here it is. <laughs> That's a terrible. <laughs> it sounds like a record skipping. Yeah, it doesn't even. And you go, mm. that sucks. Like kicking a pillow. <laughs> that police officer, that. though, he needed a good kick in the face. He was all like all of them people's personal spaces. I didn't care for him. No, I didn't like him much. Plus, he I was, was ready for him to die. Again, yeah. his acting was atrocious. The best actor in the movie is probably our killer, right? Absolutely. At least he's hamming it yeah. up and like going for it. Everybody else was so dry bone, man. I don't even know what that means. Man, I don't know. I just, boy, <laughs> so dry how do you bone. decide who's the best actor in something like this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a low bar, and we're comparing. You know, it's a relative it's, comparison. I think it's tickets guy, because <laughs> I really believe that he wanted tickets. Yeah, give me your tickets. You have your tickets. Give me your tickets. tickets. Let's see your tickets. Tickets. Police officer. Tickets. Tiger tickets. Give me your tickets. All right, here's uh, the the final clip. Final clip is about testicles, of course. Here it is. You castrated me. (laughs) That is not nice. Yeah, that's that's a great line. It really isn't. It's not. No, it really isn't, is it? I really didn't. I really didn't. I really didn't need his. I really didn't need his motivation speech. No, me no. didn't need it. No, really didn't care why he was doing what he was doing. I I agree. We didn't need it. He was entertaining me enough. Yep. Well, here's here's another bit of entertainment. The final film sack checklist of 2019, right here in my hands. Bikers hate priests. Check. That's a thing. Yeah, uh, priests mm-hmm. drive fancy Mercedes Benzes. Check. You say Mercedes Benzes, or you would probably Mercedes, say just Mercedes Benz. Is that the plural? Yeah, I don't know. Mercedes, he, he he owned a bunch of Mercedes Benz. Yeah, no, no, I guess you might say Benzes. Oh, that's awful. Change it your, is awful. Change your name, yeah. Germany. Uh, and then finally, the police detective doing his best early career Al Pacino impression. Check. Hey, look, Star Trek connections. Uh, none. In fact, Daryl said Trek actors stayed away from this one, and for good reason. Boy, throwing yeah. in some editorial content there, Daryl. Jeez. <laughs> um, I was a little surprised by this, actually, because I kind of thought we'd find something. But there is, I went and double-checked. There's nothing. No track mm. connections this week. However, we do have a soundtrack grade. You hear that? You hear that, Daryl? Yeah. Scott's checking behind you. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, let's get, a, let's get a little controversy going. A little going. QA, a little QA right. going on. A little follow-up, you know, just to make sure you're doing okay. It's his quarterly, uh, it's his quarterly, uh, what do you call that? Not interview. Uh, review. Review. We're yeah. doing a review. Yeah. review. Got to right. do an audit of your fine work. That's all. Uh, I'd give it uh, the soundtrack an AT for awesomely terrible. It was raunchily bad. Just shitty, awful, everything. The music, the songs, the scoring, the mm-hmm. the Jason ripoff. <laughs> right. Thing, yes. all that stuff. Just terrible and great. Just amazing. You don't like the song that goes, <laughs> No, I don't like no? it. I think it's bad. I think it's, a, evil. <laughs> I think it's all very bad. Uh, all right, this is now our time, your time, really, to create a Twitter post in the waning hours of 2019 for this film, uh, uh, New Year's Evil. Let's start with Randy in 280 characters or less. New Year's Evil. Put on your glam makeup and then dance in a mosh pit to a punk slash new wave band that is weirdly playing R&B? This would <laughs> never happen on a Saturday night at Ibbot's house. <laughs> So true. That was a good twist on a familiar favorite. Yeah. Nice work. Brian Dunaway. Oh, New Year's Evil, you say? <laughs> like a punk rocker with a switchblade comb standing toe-toe with the police officer. Tickets! Let's have your tickets! <laughs> oh, that is evil. <laughs> Nicely done. Finally, Brian Ibbett. New Year's Evil. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind... Let's watch a showing of New Year's Evil and leave this shit behind. Oh, very nice. Shit behind. I like that. Shit behind. Shit critiqued her. Yeah. Uh, well done. And uh, that means one left last thing. Oh, yeah, this is it. Alternate titles just handed to me. This was almost called Booby Stabber McStabberson Goes Boob Stabbing. That was a thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, or Elevator Action. We forgot about the whole elevator thing. <laughs> elevator action. That's good. Yeah. I like that. There's a lot of elevator action in this Man, thing. Man, yeah. I, I will give them this. I have no idea how elevator works, but that box made me believe that he knew where to stab all the right things to make yes. it. Oh yeah. man, that was like Very... watching R2 shut down all the trash compactors on the <laughs> right. I'm pretty level. sure that's not how it works, but you got me convinced. <laughs> it's very precise use of that screwdriver jammed in the, right. uh, the, the, the works, yeah. the electronics. They also repeated, like used the same footage every time they yeah. check a close up of it. He was a genius. All right, a quick email from a listener. This came to us at filmsack at gmail.com. This is from Dan Andrews. And he says the following about Filmsack uh, Christmas movie choices. Greetings, Filmsack crew. When you decided to do cheesy Xmas uh, horror flicks, I remember one that I had seen on cable years ago. It was called Santa's Sleigh. And it starred wrestling's, or sorry, wrestling's Bill Goldberg as Santa, whose origin story is he's the spawn of Satan, hence the name similarity. And he lost a wager with an angel, and his punishment is a thousand years of gift giving and being nice. But now the thousand years have ended, and it's time for his rampage. The movie also stars Robert Culp, SCTV's Dave Thomas, um, like Doug McKenzie, uh, Frank Drescher, Kate, uh, Chris Catan, and Saul Rubin. Fran, Fran or Frank Drescher? I meant Fran, not Frank. Okay. Oops. <laughs> Uh, Fran Drescher, Chris Kattan, and Saul Rubinick. It is this, in the same vein as Jack Frost, and you guys should check it out. So uh, put that on some list for next year because that sounds Agreed. great, dude. That sounds really yeah. good. Oh my gosh! I, yeah, I yes, gotta, man. I gotta say, man, just looking at our list, I every year at the end of the year I look back, and I'm looking back at 2019, and 
if you told me 10 years ago that we like that we would be able to do what we do at, at this level i would have i would have said no way mm -hmm. we are exhausting all the possibilities up front there's no way but guys in 2019 we sacked district nine we sacked dirty dozen stargate godzilla the fifth element red dawn rocky three mm -hmm. like 2019 was awesome i have nothing but high expectations for 2020 yeah me me either and also our very next episode which will be our first of the year and it will be disney's classic black hole yeah that's right, right. get yourselves pull yourselves together everybody listening to what i just said sit down if you have to black <laughs> hole is coming and uh, that's not just where you snort the cocaine from with a straw if you're Leo, Leo DiCaprio. Uh, it's that old, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's this old, strange um, uh, science fiction movie that Disney made in the 70s. We're, and, we're here to prove that there's something else on Disney Plus besides <laughs> The Mandalorian. Yes. Oh, and good point. Uh, just to remind folks or let them know, that's where this will be is on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Disney Plus's popularity has been huge. We are going to make a safe assumption that many of you have access to the black hole because you have access to Disney Plus. And uh, as a result, we're going to do the black hole our next episode. I guess it's just black hole, not the black hole. It's right? the, it is it's the black hole. It's oh, is Disney's it the? the black hole. Okay. Yeah. Disney's the, official, the black the hole. Disney's the black hole. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird time for Disney movies. That was a strange era. A few years there where stuff just, I don't know. Disney didn't know what it was going to be moving forward. The 70s were a strange time for Disney. And uh, we're going to take advantage of that. When I was a kid, I thought the black hole was the coolest thing ever. But I've not seen it since I was probably 10. So this is going to be amazing. And some of us haven't seen it. Randy, you've never seen it, right? Never never seen it. Only heard the name of the movie maybe three times in 20 years. Right. And there was, one, there was an evil robot with a blade hand. That's mm -hmm. my biggest memory is he, he chews up some dude's chest with a blade hand. And the, the 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 triple threat of Anthony Perkins, Ernest Borgnine, and Roddy McDowell. Yeah, I mean you got me there. Oh hey, yes, Brian found the Tune in Tokyo image. Sorry, I just noticed this in our chat. Yes, nice nice yes. work. Sorry, that throwback. Sorry, continue on. <laughs> I just barely noticed it. Yes, here's the whole video too. Oh there great, you go. that girl. Who's that, who's that girl? Is that an actress? I don't know. It's know? neither Sarah Jessica Parker nor Justine Bateman. Neither, neither took plums nor left plums. Neither <laughs> tuned in plums. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as another throwback, but for a whole other other show. Anyway, so uh, yes, black hole is coming. So get your get your eyes on the prize. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to do it for us. Great 2019, everybody. I had a blast this year yeah. on FilmSack. FilmSack, our tenth year uh, on the show. And Randy's right. We seem to be. I mean, I had this hunch in 2009, but I wasn't sure that we would just really never run out of material. And we don't. It's just but there. Do, do you remember? Mm -hmm. Like, we were just chewing through movies. And we're like, oh, we're going to run out. We're, we're going to have to scrape oh, yeah. the bottom of the barrel. Mm -hmm. And nope, nope. The barrel just keeps getting bigger. It does. Mm -hmm. And it not only gets bigger in, into the future, like we've done movies that are as recent as, you know, 2013, 2014. I think maybe even 2015 for one of them. Mm -hmm. um, but it turns out there are a lot of movies. And there's a lot of good ones and bad ones. <laughs> That's right. And then there's combinations of those that work really well on the show. There's some that don't. So even with our vetoes, we still just have so much to eat. We're good. It's now come to a point where when something new comes out, and I know it's not going to be very good, I say to myself, oh, all right, that'll be one that we'll watch for film sack for sure. Yeah, when Ca I... when Cats uh, bombed two weeks ago oh, or whatever, geez, first, yeah. first thought on everybody's mind that listens to the show is you guys have got to watch that, and we will. I guarantee Cats yeah. is coming as soon as it's streaming. 
we're in. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that we uh, we're still right now in the same year that we sacked Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Oh my gosh, dude! Really? It seems like oh, wow. we sacked that five years ago. Yeah, you know what's weird is when we started film sack, that movie was only four months old. Think of that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's weird. Crazy. Yeah. Also, that's how old that movie is. Weird. Anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed the year as much as we did, and we can't wait to hear from you. Send us your uh, feedback and thoughts at filmsack at gmail.com. Reach out to us on Twitter at filmsack. Leave us voicemails at 801-471-0462. And if you're reviewing shows on the internet, like on Apple Music or uh, Apple Podcasts, rather, or maybe you're over there on the Google Play or perhaps somewhere else entirely, Spotify, I don't know, wherever you're getting us, leave us reviews, preferably positive ones. They help us uh, mm-hmm. when people are trying to discover new content. So, Thank you for all the ones you've given, and please continue to do so. Uh, That's going to do it for us in 2019. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. And that's not nice. (laughs) We'll see you (laughs) next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Yuppie! <laughs> <laughs>